So the question is this, how do high performers and entrepreneurs create sustainable results in their health all while having fun and making an impact? If you want to learn high-level strategies to getting fit, optimizing your health, and creating your ideal body, then you're in the right place. My name is Dan Holglin. I'm grateful to be here with you today, and this is High Performance Health. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. My name is Dan Holglin, and this is another great episode of the High Performance Health Podcast. And as usual, I'm grateful to have you here. I'm happy that you're here. This is actually going to be something that I think is going to land with so many people that are going through this process of regaining control of their health, creating their ideal body, and optimizing everything that they got going on in, in their life right now. So I get a lot of messages. And when I say a lot, I mean like to a point where I can't always respond to every single one of them. But so many people are asking me for my best tip to lose that last 10 pounds. They're looking for my best training method. They're looking for like all of these little things that they're hoping is going to make the big difference for them in the big picture. And while I think there's a lot of value in the smaller things that we can be doing, I think that what we need to do for our deep work is actually begin to start shifting away from some of this old programming and start making the identity shifts that are going to move us closer to having abundant health. And so, well, again, while I think that these small things are important, these are the biggest four identity shifts for transformation. And let's just get right into this. The first one is to feel that I am worthy of transformation. I am worthy of transformation. And, and, you know, I think back on my own transformation and when I was at my rock bottom, 30 pounds overweight, like I was sharing with you prior, I didn't care about me anymore. You know, I felt, I felt alone. I felt so far gone. I was depressed. I was unmotivated. I felt helpless, powerless. And I think that a lot of people in similar situations feel that same way too. But the truth is, is that your life, our life is a reflection of our thinking and it begins with your mindset. And so you've got to start with the belief that there is enough happiness and of joy and of health success for everybody. And here's the tweetable for this is that what's blocking me from succeeding is my difficulty with receiving. I'm going to say that again. What's blocking me from succeeding is my difficulty with receiving. Like, look, great health is, is everywhere, even in the unhealthiest of places. There's an abundance of coaches and gyms and, and healthy podcasts and healthy food stores, all of this different stuff. And the truth is that transformation wants to flow. Great health wants to flow, but it needs something to flow into. And so I ask myself, am I allowing it to flow into me or am I standing in my own way? And number two is that I am responsible for me. See, when I was 30 pounds overweight, the conversations with myself, I'm going to be honest with you, went something like this. Dan, I don't want to start exercising because I have no energy. Dan, uh, I'm unhappy and I hate my job because my boss is an asshole. Or Dan, I'm overweight because I can't afford to eat healthy. Now, not only are these just excuses, but they're actually deflecting ownership to everyone and everything else. But the truth is, is that it's not about what happened. It's about what you tolerate. 
See, I blamed the death of Coach C as the reason that I became unhealthy and overweight. I became a victim of circumstance. And so many people going through these struggles, I think, can identify with that. We become victims to external situations, some of which I will say can be very traumatic, but we become stuck. But the truth is, the reality is here is that if it's meant to be, it's up to me. And that was something really powerful that one of my early coaches said. He said, if it's meant to be, it's up to me, meaning I need to take ownership of where I'm at currently, which means that we need to be able to shift from victim to victor and realize that we are a product of our decisions and not a victim of circumstance. And I think that by taking ownership that we can start to accept what is wrong in our life and really, really start appreciating what is right. So that's number two. So, so far, number one is I am worthy of transformation. Number two is I am responsible for me. I am responsible for my transformation. And number three, I am growth-minded. I am growth-minded. And I talk about this more in detail in my book, Peak Performance Past 30. And I'll make sure that I link that up in the show notes for you so that you can get your free copy of it right now. All I ask is that you pay shipping for it. And I'm going to give you a bunch of other stuff in the meantime right away. But in the book, I talk about shifting from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. What does that mean, fixed? What do I mean by that? Well, if you've been in the personal development space for a while, you've probably heard this term, fixed mindset. And it means that, here's an example, that's just who I am. It's just how it's always been. It's just how I was raised. You know, again, just putting ownership off on somebody or something else. And a fixed mindset tends to avoid challenges. A fixed mindset tends to ignore feedback. It gives up easily. It's threatened by other successes. It sees effort as fruitless. And a fixed mindset doesn't learn from mistakes. And the truth is, is that a fixed mindset is a really dangerous place to be because time seems to move even faster. And before we realize it, a week is turned into a year, a year into five, five into 10. And all of a sudden, it's the end of our life and the regret sets in. And the growth mindset is so much different. It's so much more powerful. And this is what you get to shift into. A growth mindset means that you get to, <laughs> to set that ego aside, say, you know what, ego? Uh-uh, not today, not right now, because I got some work to do, baby. Growth mindset means you get to set that ego aside. Forget what you think you know and be open to new ideas, new feedback, and possibility, ultimately. And see, the thing with a growth mindset is that it tends to embrace challenge. It tends to be persistent in the face of setbacks. It tends to learn from feedback. It finds lessons in the success of others, and it sees effort as a path to mastery. And so many people wonder, you may be even thinking this right now, like, am I really in a a growth mindset or am I just, you know, kind of like in this in-between place? But I think that just starting with that question is actually the first step to getting there. Because the first step to actually creating a growth mindset is to start asking better questions, like the one that you just asked. Am I actually there? Because you're creating that consciousness and the awareness around if I'm actually at this place or not yet. And so you can start asking better questions like, 
Are my current beliefs facilitating my ideal lifestyle? If not, you might want to rewind this and, and uh, listen again. I say rewind like it's a <laughs> I say rewind like it's a cassette or something. You may want to scroll back or click the 15 second button back a few times. I'm a 90s kid. What can, you know, what can you expect? So that was number 3. And the fourth identity shift in transformation is that I am loving and appreciating my body through transformation. I am loving and appreciating my body through transformation. And honestly, like this should be the foundation. When I was going through all of my drama, I didn't hide it. I was unhealthy. I was unhappy. I was overweight. I was tired all the time. I was just in a bad place. And after talking with so many people who've experienced similar situations, I noticed a pattern. And I noticed that the outside almost always matched the inside. How we treated our body, our environment, our relationships was all a direct reflection of how we felt on the inside. And our thoughts about ourselves were, <laughs> were just as unhealthy as like what we had for lunch. But we need to understand here is we need to be more appreciative of our situation, even if, even if we feel so far gone, even if we have no control over our health right now. Why? Because I was listening to this interview by, uh, you know, a a really high level entrepreneur. And he was talking about the actual odds of being a human. And this really struck me. He was saying that the odds of actually being human are 400 trillion to one, 400 trillion to one that we actually get to go through this, this human experience. And we're not just like some inanimate object, like this lamp post that I'm looking at right now, or this notepad over in my closet here, whatever it may be, we get to be human, which means we have the opportunities that so many other things on our planet will never get to experience. A lot of which are bad, but at the same time, there are so many great things that we get to experience as well. And so I want you to remember one thing here, that you are enough. You always have been. The truth is, is that you are not your weight or your pants size or your dress size or your shirt size or your unhappiness or your current situation. Your flaws, your insecurities are not you. They're bonus features. You are the feature film. The real you is a unique expression of the universe. The real you is happy, healthy, courageous, vibrant, purposeful, and realize that your misplaced affection is killing your freedom. It's killing your creativity. It's affecting the quality of your relationships. It's affecting the growth of your business. It's affecting the quality of your life. And so we've got to get clear up front that actually just being appreciative of our body and what we've put it through and it's still doing its thing for us is actually a really phenomenal thing. So to recap these four identity shifts necessary for transformation, number one, again, is actually just feeling worthy enough that you deserve to be happy, that you deserve to have abundant health. Number two is actually just about taking ownership and not blaming it on somebody or something else and realizing that if it's meant to be, that it's up to me. And number three is all about being growth-minded, 
being open to new ideas, new strategy, being open to possibility and doing everything that you can setting ego aside so that you can get to that next level. Because remember, when we hit that next level, it's a whole nother income bracket. It's a whole nother influence bracket, impact bracket. We're able to serve clients. We're able to create on such a deeper level, which gets us close to the mission that we're working so hard to create. And then number four is just being appreciative of our body and being appreciative of ourself and not just looking into the mirror and immediately having a negative conversation, but you know, just showing a little bit of love, showing your body a little bit of love, not shaming, not yelling at it in the mirror, but just having a little bit of grace with it. And so again, I think that sometimes in the short term, some of the little things that we can do are beneficial, but again, we're playing the long game here. And it's so, so important that we start to make the identity shifts from a deeper level than just decreasing our rest times or increasing our reps or our weights or our calories. It's so much more important to do the deep work here. And this is just one of the many things that we coach in the High Performance Health Academy. And so I'm just so grateful that I got to spend a little bit of time with you today. Again, remember, your body is your business. Optimize that and everything just becomes so much easier. My name is Dan Holguin. I love you so much. I'll talk to you soon.